Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. How we seize it, a uh, entertainment podcast where we uh, take a look at movies, books, shows, and tell you how we seize it. Uh, this is going to be our episode 38. We're going to cover Power Project, a Netflix original movie that uh, just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, depending on when you hear this podcast, <laughs> uh, it could be a long time or it could be a short time. Um, I'm your host, Noah, and with me tonight is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. What's up, Noah? How's it going? It's going good. Yeah. Well, kind of good. I, I don't know. We uh, we got that new puppy, and uh, he got he just got out and got one of the chickens. Oh so, no! <laughs> so, yeah, it looked like it was gonna be one of those. Oh shit, dog's gonna be in. Uh, but no, um, he just wants to play with them. So it looks like <laughs> it was more of a kind of stomp it around, chase it a little bit, kind of bit on it a little bit. Nothing, nothing to break the skin though. Um, but the chicken went to play dead mode. Oh, so, gotcha. So I'm walking out there, chickens in the middle of the lawn, just just a pile of feathers. I'm like, oh fuck, you know, I don't want to deal with this. This is literally like five minutes ago too. Uh, I get out there, as soon as I step next to the chicken, she jumps up and starts just screaming. And I don't know if you've ever heard like a chicken scream. It's not like their little, you know, cockadoodle doos and their little. <laughs> it, it, it is the most. It is like it's like taking a a. a, a a hot prior, you know, bar or something and stick it on the, some toddler's foot. It is literally like the wildest scream ever. I have, we've had it a couple of times when we've had to do stuff with like the you're getting calls, we... calls from the neighbor calling CPS. Yes. To, to check yeah. It is, it is, it's like, it, no, it's just a chicken, but it sounds like a toddler just screaming their, this brains out. It's like, ah! so <laughs> picked her up, calmed her down, walked her back to the coop, gave her some, some, some corn and she was happy but man it was just like one of those was like ah fucking dog so <laughs> yeah crazy day already yeah just in the last five minutes so how about you what's been going on with you anything well anything cool and speaking of dog today's been a little tough with the dog with the, all the smoke we've been having today mm. we actually have been uh kind of staying indoors as much as possible we still let let him out uh but he really needs some more exercise, so he's gotten to be a little bit bit of an indoor terror today because he's not yeah. as usually will run around with him outside. But I don't want to go out yeah. there and, and and run around in this in this smoke. So, uh, um, so we've been we've had our hand hands full today with yeah. with with that. But uh, I've been uh, you know I've been working in the garage with everything closed up, trying to rearrange everything. My daughter moved out uh, or moved she had some furniture here that uh, she we moved her out to Davis though this last week so we cleared out all that stuff in the garage and so now it's oh, nice. a matter of trying to rearrange everything back into more of an orderly fashion and trying to get the beer equipment in, in the right spot yeah. so um, yeah I look at my garage trying to think of the same thing I don't have I don't have furniture out there I just have just junk that I need to clean out and it's like uh, it's it's one of those it's almost too daunting of a task to start it, well you know we got the furniture out now but then we start pulling out boxes just to try to figure out where things went it's like it's like tetris or you know that game that game where you're trying to rearrange the train cars uh, like you have to get the train car it's like an overhead view and you're trying oh, to get yeah. the train card from one side and it's supposed to go out the train 
park <laughs> and you have to shift <laughs> everything around. Yeah. To get, that's kind of what it feels like trying to rearrange things to get things in a more orga- orderly fashion so we can actually use it effectively. Use it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Park in there, we'll uh, see. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's how my garage is right now. I uh, I bought a rack, though, to put everything on, so I just – and I went and bought some wheels for today. Uh, our friends, uh, uh, Jeremy and Renee, they did the same. They We went over, and they had – they put all their stuff up on a rack with wheels so they can move it into a storage area and then out when they need it. I was like, fuck, that's the best idea yet. Because <laughs> I had bought the rack, and I had planned on it. I'm like, oh, but wheels, then I don't have to keep – trekking back and forth into the garage to get stuff i just roll it all out it's all right there so that that's uh that is a plan for when i get off my ass to do stuff um so it'll be interesting to see when i get it done right but yeah i understand the whole outside not wanting to be out there with the dog and yeah we're kind of in the same boat although i did this morning i did have i had uh i finally got my uh, veterans affair uh, doctor's appointment to uh, validate that I had the knee replacement surgery to validate. So, how do they validate it? Do they just, well, do they x-ray so, it and say, Oh yeah, that's titanium. <laughs> um, no, it's it. So the way it is, anytime you do a disability claim, like whether you're a, a first time disability claim or trying to increase your, your um, percentage, uh, you have to go back and, you know, they go through, okay, are you in this much pain this? And so with, getting the full replacement it's supposed to automatically give me 100 percent disability for a year um just kind of like that you mean know, they know you're going to be going through rehab and things like that so you get that and then they re-evaluate it for um the compensation after that and i don't know if this is was that one like like after i get the year hopefully um then it goes to a 30 to 60 percent. i don't know if it's for that or if this is just to say yep he had a full knee replacement we'll give him the disability for a year and then then have to do a reevaluation. Basically, they check your uh, how much flexion, how much you know extension, uh, what kind of pain and stuff you're dealing with, and then that all goes into a, some kind of calculator that they go, okay, well, this is this is how much your disability is worth for you know for what you're dealing with. Hey, you know, so. you say that, and I was thinking about that today uh, as far as taxes, and I know everyone's kind of in the same boat, but I, what was the movie? The uh, the uh, the accountant uh, is that the Ben Affleck movie, The Accountant, where he's also kind of the, yeah, I believe the so, yeah. assassin or, or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, because um, those go hand in hand. But but he's a he's a, uh, a tax lawyer, I believe, and isn't he? Or, or no, he's just a tax accountant. I'm sorry, and he's doing someone's taxes, and he's telling him, "Hey, you do your business at home," and he's trying to like lead him in the right direction so he can do like some sort right. of big tax write off. And I'm looking around, and you know, my wife's set up doing. All this, you know, she's got oh. a, she's got forty hours a week that she's doing the home office, home office in the dining room. I'm working, uh, you know, half time at work, but half time here in 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 this office. Uh, it, I guess everyone's kind of might be put in that so, position. So, but, I, but what, I, do you, what can you do? Can you write off something like that or? So okay, so I know we had to do stuff like that uh, a while ago, and I know this is totally off base of what we normally talk about. But um, when Alyssa, my wife, was doing. Um, she had a business at home where she was doing transcription and things like that. We were able to write it off as a home office and things like that. And it's a percentage of your total uh, house space and all that. But that was because it was her business. Now where you're working for someone else, but at a home office, I don't know how that works. Okay. I, you know, cause you're not really, you're, 
I'll check with my You're... financial advisor. He's got a tax guy that works there. So uh... well, there you go. So... I, I don't have one of those. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a financial advisor because usually I, I look at my finances and go, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> I, I like... you know, I'm not. I haven't been had too much of an issue with it, but uh, maybe it's just with the smoke now, and we're caught trapped inside, and and with Ivan. No, this all, is a good year to find that out. <laughs> it just uh, no, that... get a little bit more frustrated. Yeah. Well, no, I bet you. I bet you that's going to be a huge question for a lot of people this year because of everything i mean i would say that i it's got to be in the 30 40 percent of people are working at home at least partially you know of the people that are even allowed to work so um i'm sure that's going to come up um what that means for taxes i have no idea but for for some reason i have a feeling it's not going to bode well in the in the favor of the people getting back more money (laughs) yeah yeah um just because because it's you're not you're not paying you know, you're not making an income off your home. Essentially, you're you're basically just doing your job without having to drive in. So I have a feeling that's how it's going to go. But I, you know, I'm not a financial advisor, and I don't even have one. So don't take my word for it on your taxes, because <laughs> I will not be in court with you if you get audited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it told me it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Check that box. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, cool. All right, well, let's get well. First off, let's let's get to what we're drinking tonight. Um, right. We're gonna we're we're covering the power uh, project power movie, and um, power project is it project power or power project? Project it's project power. Oh, you're right. I wrote it down wrong. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, you know what? Well, I've been saying it wrong the whole time too. And then when I looked it up, um, and it was funny because when I was watching the movie, uh, I was still thinking it was power project, and one of the lines in there from one of the bad guys. Is he's like, welcome to Project Power, and I was like, well, fuck, that would have been a better name for this movie. <laughs> then I go find out that I was just the idiot and had it wrong. So um, you and me both. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, Project Power. All right, Steve. Well, what do you what did you uh, dream up for this this? Uh, one? Well, I, I went down the um, energy drink uh, route. I figured an oh, energy nice. drink since since it it fit along with with uh, the. Uh, the theme of this movie, you know, people popping, popping power pills to, to get their, their boost of, of whatever. So I looked up a bunch of recipes. I had Red Bull in the, uh, oh, okay. in, the in the cabinet from uh, last time I did a touchdown, which is that drink uh, with oh, Mandarin right. vodka, Mandarin vodka and Red Bull and, and uh, those actually are delicious. That's all it is. You just go yell touchdown. Um, I thought there was one other thing in there, but you might be right. It's it may be one of, it might be just those two or there might be one more. No, uh, I did that on Alicia's birthday. I I sent her a video of us doing touchdowns. Nice. Um, uh, but I don't drink energy drinks. I, I really no. can't stand them. But but uh, I found a recipe for an energy drink that had some of the some of the liquors I had in my cabinet. I had gin. I had tequila. I had some triple sec, and I found a recipe for a cocktail called K twelve. Which I don't know where why it's called that, but it's um, but it's uh, uh, an ounce of gin, two ounces of tequila, an ounce of triple sec, uh, two ounces of Red Bull, and five ounces of Seven Up or Sprite. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, it actually tastes kind of like a. Um, a uh, what's uh, Long Island iced tea, except has a little bit oh, more more of the flavor of, of a of a Red Bull. Um, so so which also means 
uh, Long Island iced teas are pretty potent. And uh, yeah, um, well, they're all alcohol if you do yeah. them right. Yeah, although this one had five ounces, so this was pretty heavy in it. Seven up. Although I didn't have Seven Up, that was the one ingredient I didn't have here, and we <laughs> didn't go out to the store. So I just had I had some club soda and I had some simple syrup and a lemon off the tree, and I and I made it. I made a little concoction. It actually tasted uh, pretty close. So uh, I was gonna say that's kind of yeah, like a sprite, really. I yeah. mean, this, I mean, I didn't I have a lime, but. Yeah, well, the seven seven up. Um, it always amazed me because, like, always knew it as seven up. I just knew it as the clear soda that my grandma always had. I didn't. I don't ever remember them advertising as having like lemon flavor or lime flavor or like. It, oh, it, okay. It never really had a, a strong citrus flavor to me. Um, compared to say like Sprite. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I loved. I like so you don't sport. you don't think Sprite? You think Sprite has the citrus flavor? Because to me, really, Seven it, Up and Sprite are identical. To me, they're not. Um, okay. I actually uh, Seven Up to me is a cleaner. Like it's it to me, it tastes more just like a little bit of bubbly sugar water, where Sprite seems like to have that syrupy taste and a little bit of a lemon smell to it. Okay. Like I don't I don't pull it like. To me, Seven Up is the cleaner of the ones. Like, if I had to drink one, that would probably be the one I would go with. But realistically, if I was going to drink a soda, you know, because I don't really drink soda anymore, it would only be with alcohol, um, or I'd go with like a squirt or a ginger ale. Personally, those are the ones I like. Um, All right. So yeah, what are you drinking? So uh, once again, I was kind of stuck in the house, and and I went on <laughs> my. Uh, I thought we were doing the MCU this week, so I kind of had got my my mind all wrapped around that, and I was looking for drinks for that, and so I'm all set for next week. But yeah, I actually put together a drink because because we you we were planning on doing that this week, yeah. and then uh, and then it was it, you texted or no, actually it was it was Bo that texted while I was at what? the grocery store. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh crap! Uh, so uh, but I still I still got the ingredients. Yeah, I got I got it set up for next week, and and so yeah, that so I what I didn't go out looking specifically for the power project or project power, but I was thinking I'm like, what do I got in my you know my fridge? I got you know beers and I've got stuff. So I went with a powerful uh, beer. Right, so I went with my super. <laughs> I went yeah. with my power super duper is your, scope. Is, is your own uh, is your own uh, description? Oh, sure, super 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 yeah. duper scope. Okay, yeah, super duper scope. Because we're talking the superpowers and stuff like this, and this is a it's an eight point three, which is a pretty powerful beer in, in the alcohol realm. You know, it's not it's not a ten, which you know definitely puts you on your butt. But not only is it is it a high alcohol, but it's a high flavor, and it has that super duper in the name. So I went with that just. Just reaching for something. It's not in my best pool, but uh, is what I had in the fridge. And it's a good beer for me to drink tonight because I need something that gets me a little bit over the edge. So. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I, um, yeah, that's which, what I, I yeah. Which, and, and that's something we'll be able to experiment with, right? Because yeah. you, you got a little insight into. Uh, yeah, some, I got, I got a plans. recipe. <laughs> Yeah, I got a recipe for this. Yeah, this, this is a really cool beer. Um, it's the Hen House um, Double IPA, and they put in um, six different hops in this. So um, I got – someone helped me get the recipe. Well, I got the recipe, and then someone helped me figure out between a brewery, um, 22 barrels worth down to a five-gallon batch. And, what and you it, got the what recipe it, legitimately too, right? You went yeah, through, yeah, you I got it. there I and, went to and Hen House. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, they're, they're a great they're a great. Uh, uh, brewery like that, they're all about helping out, um, you know, home brewers. Matter of fact, I got uh, when I was there uh, talking to a friend of mine, Dave uh, Rosenfeld, who works there. Um, 
and I was talking to him about it and and out of the blue this guy came up because I think he 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 went back and asked him about the recipe and it's their marketing guy and he's like hey yeah you know if you ever have any questions email me right you know and gave me his email and so he was like he goes I you know I know a little bit and what I don't know I'll go bug the 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 brewers for you he goes he goes I'll I'll, I'll pester him until I get the answer kind of thing so they're definitely there to help help the fans of the you know that like their beer and stuff like that so I thought that was really cool and I I, I assume that's how most of the the small breweries are like I would be willing to bet that Hen House and Three Disciples and uh, you know Old Cas and some places like that are very much the same they're they're, they're they started home brewing probably yeah you know so uh yeah so they i got the recipe and i'm all ready to do it um probably gonna put it off for about a month just because i've got i've got one in the keg and one getting ready to go in and so um and then i've got i just got my two gallon batches uh i i opened those up today so i'll probably start one of those soon so i got a lot of beer going right now so i don't need one right away but yeah i want to i want to get in and dive in on this one and, and see how close i can get to to making it right and then after that i want to take uh this was my own little thing is i want to take the the recipe keep the hops the same right keep the the flavor of the hops and stuff like that and try and make it more of a session beer so drop the ho- alcohol content down from an eight down to about a five. Oh, really okay yeah so that's just something i want to do you know because i really like the hops profile that they have on this and the flavor and stuff like that and i think you could change it down into a single uh, IPA instead of a double, drop that, that ABV down, and I think it would be just as good, and, and then you can have more of them. Just and that's usually the grain my build? Is that, is that what you're – Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because it's, like it's like a 15-pound grain bill where you normally you're probably around a nine. So I figure if I just drop it back to a nine, what they do with their single, it will probably stay the same. Because it's the same grain that they do in the single, so it's just, it's just more of it. Yeah. So, yeah um, – and like I said, and, and the reason I want to do this because I like drinking them, but after I have my second one, it's like fuck, I can't drink no more <laughs> for a while. So I'd rather be able to have three or four and get to that point rather than have two and be like, oh, all right. Especially if I'm going to do a five gallon of these out of a, and put it in a keg because I'll be hitting that every night kind of thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into this movie here. So this okay. is uh, Project Power. This was a Netflix original release. Um, came out this year, not too long ago. Um, this stars uh, Jamie Foxx and uh, Joseph uh, Gordon uh, Levy? Le- Levitt. Levitt. Uh, Levitt, and then uh, Dominique Fishback Robin. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, just Dominique Fishback. She played Robin. <laughs> I read it. Well, that's why I was like, oh, that didn't sound right. But yeah, that's that's why I was like, what the hell? Um, so yeah, and those those are the three main um, stars. And this is a uh, it's a pretty cool movie. Um, it had a great premise, right? Like I love the beginning of the story and I love the idea of it, but it fell short in the storytelling. I totally agree. It seemed it had a lot of potential. It it put some. It had some really effective special effects at times, but the action mm-hmm. sequences were really dull compared. And and I th- I was really impressed with with uh, Dominique. Fishback's performance. She brought, yeah. I mean, she was really good, but then they just ended up giving some really lame dialogue. Uh, and, yeah. The, and it the, could, the, you know, it seemed like it had some times where it felt really authentic and then it, and then it, it flipped from there and then it'd be kind of really 
you know, simple dialogue with, with one liners. And it's like, okay, it's what kind of movie is it trying to be? Is it trying to be a comic right. book movie? Is it trying to take itself <laughs> seriously? And in the end you really, or a mystery at times. Um, and it seemed to kind of break a lot of its, I, you know, one thing I really like you say at the beginning, I, um, when, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, he's the cop and, yeah. uh, he, uh, well, he takes I the film. Yeah, we should talk about the premise of it. This is the whole premise. Yeah, is, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So, I'm, I'm starting to jump into ahead of this. <laughs> no, that's okay. So yeah, what it is is there's there's it's a it's a new drug essentially out on the market, right? And it's a pill, and you take this pill, and the idea is that for five minutes you get some kind of power. You don't know what you're gonna get until you take it, and once you take it, apparently you get the same one every time. It's supposed to unlock some animal gene in your body right everybody not everybody gets the same thing and matter of fact i don't think they show anybody really with the same power everybody's kind of a little bit different yeah um and then somewhere in the middle of the movie they actually go in and talk a little bit about like what that what it's actually doing and talk about like you know the different animals like uh yeah. they talk about the octopus you know he he camouflages himself in in the the bottom of the ocean and and early in the movie you were going to talk about the scene is a bank robber he takes a pill and, and he blends in, right? He has like yeah, a, a right. camouflage. So, so he's, he's butt naked, but you can't see him cause he like blends in with everything. Yeah. 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 And then they talk about uh, a lizard that can grow back its um, arms and stuff like that. And they talk about a frog that breaks its bones to make weapons. And we see a, a character that has that um, towards the end. Um, and then regulate Jamie their, their temperature, you know, the yeah. So that's, that's the one I don't get. They talk about, yeah, they can regulate their temperature. But I don't know any fucking animal out there that can burst into fire and burst into flame. A phoenix, come on. Have you have you ever seen a phoenix burn it? Like a, you know what I mean? I saw, yeah, there was a movie. Uh, what was it? Uh, <laughs> Harry Potter and uh, <laughs> no, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. But you, but that's what I mean is like they 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 took a really deep dive on some of these animals and the reason i i say that is is jamie fox talks about he's 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 kind of trapped he's caught and he's telling all these guys he's like hey you know each one of these pills and and everybody has their different power and it all comes from animals and he's like you know what the most powerful animal is and he goes you think it'd be like a tiger or something like that and he's like no you're wrong it's a pistol shrimp and you're like what the fuck is a pistol shrimp like I, I've never heard. I'm like, what kind of made up bullshit is this? So, in doing my research, I'm like, okay, I got, I got to figure this out. And I didn't went and read it, about. Didn't, get a, didn't he get it wrong though? Wasn't it a different type of shrimp? No, no. He actually, it is fucking spot on. Oh, was it? Okay. They, they did their damn research on the pistol shrimp. So there whoever was something pulled... on IMDb that I saw that it said it was actually a different type of shrimp that he was talking about. But uh, no, no. But, if you okay. go well, I, I, I got it off of Wikipedia. Um, there, there's another, there's another name for the shrimp, but it is called a pistol shrimp too. But yeah, it, it, it has a claw that can snap down and it makes essentially a sound underwater that can stun. Yeah. Right. And it makes bubbles. And that, that was the other one that it like makes six I don't times know. The, the temperature of the sun or some crazy. Yeah. They talk about that <laughs> shit. And I was like, I'm like, wait, he's underwater. How are you making fire uh, hot underwater? But apparently it's the way the bubbles it's legit they talk yeah. about it so i was like i'm like okay and it's even under there that uh they talk about um the three loudest uh aquatic animals is like the killer whale or no the blue whale these pistol shrimp and one other thing mantis shrimp is mantis shrimp is the one is the name that that uh wikipedia says is the actual name 
Uh, yeah, I, that might be wrong though, because under well, okay. I think, well, it might that might be the official name, but I think people call them pistol shrimp because that's the the case of the 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 claw that they have. It yeah. it cocks I don't know. back. Yeah, I don't know who regulates IMDb, so I think nobody. It's probably, so. like, it's probably like Wikipedia, where anyone can can put can yeah. put some information up, and so. But, so I read about that, and they were pretty legit on it, and I thought that was cool. And they even talk about like groups of pistol shrimp can affect sonar because of the noise they make. It actually disrupts it and stuff. I was like, okay, well that's kind of cool. So that being said, like I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give them because the the way they have his power at the end is all right. Okay, that's a little reach from just the big noise, and it, but I also have an, I have another issue, but I'll bring that one up later. But okay, the other, the other problem I had with the the powers is like uh, they had the the woman freeze, kind of like you know she. There, I don't know any animal that can just freeze its body too. Like I can I can understand temperature regulation, but I can't understand them becoming a source of heat enough to burst in fire or freeze. But this, I mean, this is where the the effects were so. I mean, they were really good, good special effects that that had yeah. some good realism and stuff. But it needed it needed a little bit more um, more thought behind it so that you could you could buy into it. Like you, you're asking good questions about it. Well, that's what I mean. They, they makes really it more, stuck. yeah. It makes it more interesting because it's a really interesting concept. This idea of right. animals to kind of yeah. infect the the body with and and um, and if they could have nailed it a little better, then it would. Right. Well, they did on elevated. some. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They not they locked down some like the the invisible guy, and they even talk about the cop who has kind of like a, a impenetrable skin. You know, you think about rhinoceroses; they have that really tough skin and stuff like that. So. They took it a little further, but so other than the freezing, the freezing girl and the the fire guy, I think they kind of nailed well. And then they had, they had the other guy that turned into like a fucking ogre. I, I don't know what that one was. So That's they describe yeah. they describe some of them, and they and they talked about the healing, which was the, the daughter. So you, you talk um, about the the freezing. Can I can I just throw this out there because yeah yeah throw it out it's, there. It's it's one of the things that I thought was really effective was a shot when the, when the girl's freezing and she's inside that chamber and they've got yeah. this they've got this long panning shot from inside the chamber of all they're the all fighting. On. Yeah, and I thought that was brilliant. I mean that if if you could just kind of pull that out of this and say hey here's here's a moment of epic filmmaking that yeah I I would get so that I, was a I, really I good scene there. yeah. That whole fight scene, I thought, was really – I liked it a lot. There was some good stuff in it. And it, that scene you're talking about, too, right towards the end, they have Jamie Foxx, who's who's in the fight with it. And then you can tell he's fighting a woman. And it looks like they're wrestling. It looks like he's about to put a gun right to her head. And, I mean, it's right in your face. And I'm like, oh, no, he's not going to kill a woman right in front of you. And then he tasers her. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so now I don't know. I don't know which way I want to go in that. Like, Because I'm like, man, that's pretty rough. He just shoots a woman just – pull blank like that but then again it's like oh did they did they wimp out and go with the taser like everybody <laughs> else is having these fucking sh big gunfights, and all of a sudden this chick's attacking him with a taser yeah so i i didn't know which way to go on that i thought it was kind of interesting uh there's another and and so this is another one where um i know when we talked about the the last movie uh, that had the big action, um, and I had the problem with their gun and bullet effects. Right with um, Charlize Theron, old um, gods, yeah, yeah. So this is old another gods, one where yeah. they fuck, where they fucked up, and someone doesn't know anything about bullets and guns. So that he shoots the one guy, which is another one. Like, okay, he shoots him. It's in his body. He had already taken the pill, but he goes down. So what? What fucking? Does, is there an animal that can resurrect itself? <laughs> 
Because, I mean, he just he didn't show any other power than, oh, I'm kind of dead for a while, and then it pokes out the bullet. This is where I had a problem. When, he, when the bullet comes out of him, it's perfectly the shape that you would load a brand new bullet, right? It, it's the, oh. the, the, the bullet. And so <laughs> it, if it hit him, it would have mushroomed, no matter what. I mean, yeah. that's just what they do, especially if it didn't pass through him. It would have mushroomed. So, and they even showed earlier when um, the cop got shot, um, when they, they shoot him, they, yeah. the, the, the bullets fall to the ground and they're mushroomed. And I was like, okay, so someone knows what the fuck they're doing, and they just fucked up on this scene. And I was like, uh, okay, come on, please. Just- it actually looked like a practical effect too, which rather than than CGI, which they did for some of it, that one, that yeah. when the when the bullets came out, it looked like it was a practical effect that they yeah. actually used. So, <laughs> so, so maybe the the CG, uh, the person doing the 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 computer graphics for the uh, knows for more the, than yeah it knows more than the one doing the practical effects or <laughs> yeah so that that was one of my problems with that that and the fact that they never really explained that guy's power it's like okay he got shot he got knocked out he looked dead and then he just comes back and the bullets pop out of him what power is that what is it like the power to not die because yeah. that's essentially all it is all he did is is he didn't die but he yeah. got you know yeah. it was you just weird you know what I would say about this movie? And since we're drinking, um, we both kind of have some heavy alcohol drinks uh, sitting in front of us. This is a movie that if you're on like two or three heavy drinks, <laughs> it would be a lot of fun because you're not, yeah. you know, these sort of things you're not paying attention to. So if you don't dive into it. it yeah. You know, maybe we should start rating movies on, you know, how many, <laughs> how many beers, how many beers how many you drinks? gotta have to where you, when you're going to start. Oh my God. <laughs> that, I like that. That that is yeah. So like a good movie that's well written that you want to think about would be a low drink level, right? Right. <laughs> and then yeah, a movie that's a more of a popcorn movie. Maybe you want to have a couple drinks. I like that. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a good idea. A how tipsy how, level? How many drinks does it take to enjoy this movie? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> right. So exactly. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Yeah. The, this this movie. Um, like I said. This is a movie that um, I think someone got an idea and they're like, hey, we could write this movie. This has got a really strong base idea, Mm -hmm. but they never flushed it out. This is like one that someone should have wrote a book about and then made a movie. Yeah, I get that. You know, well, you know, talk about books. We just did the the book podcast last week. Yeah, um, Dresden Files. I read about uh, eight or nine years ago, uh, a friend recommended a, a series and gave me a, uh, actually, I think I got it on my Kindle or something, just recommended it, but it's a, it's a series of books called, uh, wild cards. Have you heard of this? This is a, uh, it's a collection no. of short of short stories, um, that's, um, done by a, a, a wide variety of authors. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's edited or assembled by, uh, George R. R. Martin who does, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the game of Thrones. And it's, it's, a uh, it's set in post-World War II, uh, but it follows uh, a, a virus that basically affects uh, oh, population okay. and turns them into, uh, gives them kind of these these oddball superpower, superpowers. Oh, that sounds cool. And it's the same sort of this idea of these short stories. So it, it reminded me that I had forgotten about that book um, that or that I only read a couple of the stories, but but it, it's uh, 
but that's where that's where you draw a lot of really interesting ideas from and yeah that that might have been worth worth them taking a look at and uh yeah that's a good idea. I know I know a lot of authors do that. They'll go out and say, "Hey, um, I'm writing in this genre, right?" And and uh, I'm putting out to all these other authors and it's like, "Say, hey, can you give me a little short story, either with your your people, like from your books, in this kind of genre, right?" And they put them together. And so uh, and that's how I found some of the other books I've read, and and I, I like that idea because yeah, you get you get different takes from different people and it's usually about like you know okay we're going to do something all on werewolf so you get eight different takes on on a werewolf story or you get this one you know a, a virus a power things there was one too that i read it was kind of based off of a i don't know if it's more of a role playing game but it was it was kind of a old west meets magic and and like undead and and zombies and stuff like that so they they have magic and they have guns and all this stuff and and so there was a there's a three or four books and it's kind of a, a horror theme to it too you know it's a little darker but they have three or four of these little books that have all these little short stories in it and it was kind of like that it's like you get a bunch of different authors and so you you're like oh man i really like that style and then you go read that this this may have started from something similar to that yeah because it it had a great base idea they just didn't flesh it out enough to make a whole movie they fleshed it out to make half a movie this yeah. th there's half of this movie that is great and then half of this movie is like what the fuck <laughs> like there was there were some parts that i there were some parts i really liked too and, and a lot of it was the action and i liked the idea of it um i think jamie fox did an incredible job i thought um, he did think, an incredible job when when the the screenplay was working with, for him when he you know some of his his uh uh dialogue with other people especially uh the girl, the girl. um yeah um they had some good exchanges um good yeah. chemistry good chemistry yeah i like the uh the joseph uh gordon uh character uh frank the, the cop i liked a lot of what he did and I've, i i recognize him from a lot of you know he's well, been in a lot of it's funny because because you know they they reference batman and robin and then right and, and he played robin in in dark yeah. night rises or well you don't find out until the very end um that he's he's robin so yeah well that's and, and that's funny yeah they do they do the the batman and robin and and i saw a couple other things where they're talking about oh yeah and in her her sweatshirt is robin's colors and all that and i was like well, that's kind of a reach but um yeah, it just there was some stuff in it that, like I like I said, it it just fell short. I, I wish it would have had more of a story because I like the idea of it. I mean, this to me, like I would I would love to see this in a mini series almost. Yeah, uh, you know where where you get a little bit more deeper into to the powers and and you know like <laughs> the the other one that really the bug me is just and this this goes to poor writing and poor like maybe a bunch got cut or something but the, the very beginning they talk about the guy's coming out the back of the truck and he's talking about the pills and stuff like that and the guy asks a question he's like oh this and he's like well who are you well i'm newt and then it just goes fr like from there and it's like okay why the fuck do we care that you're newt you who know when i when i watch i watched it uh, i watched it yesterday <clears throat> and i watched it and it, i'm that scene made sense to me and then this morning i was re-watching the beginning and mm -hmm. I had the subtitles on and I realized yeah. he said, Newt, I thought he said, I'm new. Like, oh, and so he needed an explanation. Right. This okay. morning I, I, I saw the subtitles like I, thought, I said the same thing. What the fuck does that matter that your name right? therefore, therefore, yeah, the, it's like, whatever his answer was. We don't know no you're sense. a big. 
we don't know you're a big deal. We don't know anything yeah. about you. We just, yeah, you're Newt. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Newt. That's a dumb name. Um, so yeah, and then yeah, and then they they don't explain enough. I, I like. I wish I would have had a little upfront story. I liked the uh, the stopwatch that when when yeah. uh, Frank started the stopwatch, he had the five minutes, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. That's a good concept. I didn't think they made much of that scene, and then it just seemed like they never like even at the end when he takes a pill and, and he's it, it, that's that goes on forever and he and like how long is he bulletproof and at one point they ask him how much more time do you have and he says well less than five minutes and more than more than yeah. zero or something like that it's like well that's, it's been a 10 minute scene already what's going on well that was that was the whole thing with the the guy that he's chasing down um the naked guy the the camouflage guy yeah so he takes his pill right and starts his watch and then goes into the the uh bank and he walks past the guy so you're like okay did he take the did he take the pill exactly the same time like it just doesn't seem right um also he talks about earlier the guy didn't see him so he either had to be popping multiple pills and they don't they don't explain that either like can you take it multiple times well they can do you... the guy that bursts into flames at the beginning he OD'd well he took because he took like he, he took popped, three popped three right yeah yeah well that and that was so and then at the very end um jamie fox has to go out and do it because he says oh well you can't it wouldn't work for you and he's like well like okay so can you not take multiples you know what i mean it, it, yeah. there's some there's some there's some failures in the story and that's but when he's the chasing the naked guy and his his watch goes off before the guy the naked guy should have turned back a lot sooner than he did if if everybody only gets five minutes yeah is is my problem with it and i was like oh i liked how they did that scene because first off you know the other guy has powers because he's invisible and i thought they did a really good job of that having him kind of change as he's running and stuff like that um and then I loved the scene where the cop gets shot and it shows the close up and the, the bullet bouncing off and stuff yeah. like that. I, I really like that because it really gave you an idea of what was going on with the powers. But it was one of those things is like I would have I would have almost rather had either okay, have that scene and then have some some serious dialogue somewhere that talks about what what's going on with these pills and explain a little bit more so you kinda know going into it instead of kind of getting bits and pieces as it goes and they never really d deep dive into yeah the the concept was there but it seemed like a lot of the scenes they were putting together are scenes you see in every movie it's like okay yeah. <laughs> he's getting sewn up at the at the veterinarian you know place okay we see that yeah. in how many movies okay he, you know the girl has his, her mom and and their relationship okay we see that in every movie and yeah. you know a lot of that stuff just was like okay this is this is you you can pull these scenes from any old movie you could have developed more of the the ideas that they're exploring throughout the scenes and yeah. stuff and it didn't seem that that well that's it they they had a they had a great original idea and yeah. then they made it mundane yeah 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 did you ever see the movie limitless or the i think they even turned it into a series with bradley cooper robert de niro um i don't it's think about, I did. it's about a, a a man who gets a hold of a drug that he pops and it unlocks it kind of makes him smart oh okay for, I, I know i think i have time yeah i think yeah. i know what you're talking about i think i've seen the i don't know if i've watched it but i think i've i may have watched one episode or if it was a movie i may have yeah. watched a little bit it's it's you know whenever you're dealing with with a with with a, a script that is uh focusing on 
something that makes you really, really intelligent, you're kind of on the hook for making a really smart, you know, some really smart script yeah. because because yeah. you're you're touting that this is all about intelligence. And so if you if you have mundane, you, you know, and, and that's not the case in, in this one. This is all more about superpowers. But but it, it reminded me of Limitless. And I thought Limitless did a pretty good job uh, carrying my attention. And I thought it stuck to its to its concept and integrated a lot of the, the, the ideas into the scene. So it's, it's a good watch if if you haven't seen that. Yeah. They, I mean, they tried to make this bigger and better than it was um, with the idea, like uh, this is a secret. I don't know if it was a government agency or just a, a, you know, a drug cartel type thing. I don't want, not, not really, but they were using it as to test out. And, and so they were giving these, these pills away essentially to the drug dealers and the drug dealers were selling them for whatever they could. Right. Uh, which is what it looked like. And then, um, and then they were tracking to see what people had, what powers and what they could do with them. And I get, you know, they talk about some people, you know, explode when they took it and they even showed one person, you know, the guy with the mask right at the end. He ta- yeah. Yeah. He, well, he takes it and in like, almost like he knew what he was doing and then his chest explodes. So you're like, okay, did he, had he never taken, and you don't know who this guy is. You don't know why the fuck he's wearing a mask. He's the only one in there wearing some weird ass fucking mask. Um, (laughs) You know, there's just some weird, there was just some things that needed more detail, more explanation, less just here's an effect. The other one I I had a problem with, this is another one with people that don't understand fucking guns is in the early one, he shoots uh, Newt when he's on fire with a shotgun right and blast him back into a chair right which okay yeah if you get shot with a shotgun you're going to move back you know somewhat especially depending on where you're at and then he gets back up so i'm like okay everybody that's on power seems to be able to just blow off whatever you know shot getting shot does to him um except for the guy that had the super strength at the end but then there's another scene in that big fight in the bar where he shoots him from about 12 feet away with a shotgun and then the guy flies another 20 feet away like in the air and i was like mm, okay you don't know what a shotgun really does i'm like it's just it was a great effect it was just a little much you know yeah. it's like guns don't lift people that far off the ground and throw them that far i mean maybe if you shot someone two feet away with a shotgun it would probably just put a hole through them but it, it there was just some stuff that were it was done strictly for the action shot. And yeah, I, it, it's a popcorn movie. It's one that, you know, people could watch once. I don't think this is going to be on people's list of like, oh my God, I got to watch that movie. I got to go out and buy that Blu ray. I got to, you know, I got to own that kind of thing. Um, which is no, sad because I. Yeah, I think it, it, that, it's one of those concepts that if you look at a movie like Terminator 2, which has a really interesting concept, really effective concept, but he created such a good, good script to go along with it, carry the characters and have all the characters intertwined with the story that's going on to where you actually have some really uh, solid themes throughout. And so it feels like such a cohesive and the action is great, too. If they could have done that, you know, yeah. put that that on top of this, this could have well, been a classic. Well, and here's another one too. So they set it up at the end, like they have him have a conversation at the end. He's like, "Well, do you think it's all done?" And, they, and he's like, "Well, it's done for me, right?" Which sets up, okay, there's a possible. But at that scene, I was also going, you know what? I don't need to see this again. Yeah, done I don't for, need to see it. Done for I me too. I, yeah, done for me too. I I don't need to see a sequel, where like you know we watched Extraction, which was a basic. They didn't need the story because they put in such a they they put in so much great action 
and enough story that you were dialed into it. And then that one is one like, fuck, I want to see another one of those. Yeah. Well, right? and, and, and you see another one and you hope that they are just as attentive with, with the action sequences yeah. and make them really uh, fun to watch. That's, that's something extraction. I thought was great. The yeah. action was really fun. This one, I didn't think yeah. the action was that fun. I thought some of the special effects were good. Um, but, uh, I, I did. To me, it was kind of boring. Like, and that's the thing is they could have, they could have made some even crazier special effects. They could like, think about all the powers that could be out there, all the animal things. Sure. I mean, they could have done some crazy stuff. I, when like, I say good special effects, I don't mean, um, I don't mean creative. I mean, it just, it looked, it looked real, but, but you're right. Yeah. There, was, there wasn't that much creative about it. Uh, especially when, when we're trying to, when we're kind of looking for well, what animal does this, this is crazy. Right. <laughs> exactly. Could, yeah. Like, I mean, you could have had, a, you, you know, there's speed, there's all kinds of, I mean, I would have went, I would have went out and said, I would have went and found some zoologist and like, Hey, what are some of the craziest fucking things animals do? Like what, what do they do that no other animal does and find those and find a way to make them into some power. Like, well, right. That mantis shrimp or that pistol shrimp. They could, yeah, that would have been cool. Especially if they tied in some of the dialogue. So, uh, so yeah, no. And that one was, that one was great. And when he first was talking about it, I'm like, what the fuck's he, a shrimp. But I, I have to admit someone did their research on that one. I wish they would have went deeper on each one of those in, in almost tight, like they kind of tried to when that, when they were given the explanation and the little video of the, you know, the, the frog that breaks his bones. Cause they showed that one later and stuff like that. And it was like, okay, I wish they would have shown a little bit more or, or, somehow of all or that. if maybe, maybe it turns out they did do their research. They just didn't put the information in there. Like, like this, they did for this pistol shrimp. Maybe, maybe these right. all are legitimate. Maybe there is an animal out there that bursts into flames they could have put the information in there so that we could tie it together, you know? So we right. feel like, Hey, we're learning something, man. <laughs> like, so, I mean, especially if you're going to call a guy newt, right? If you're going <laughs> to give him the nickname newt, give him some newt powers, man. I don't know a newt that blows up and, and catches on fire. I mean, I might be wrong. I didn't, I didn't investigate it. I, I guess I probably should. Is there a flaming newt or something? <laughs> um, as far as I know, newt, I thought newts were like super slow, like fat lizard looking things. So I don't know. Right. The other part of this is so um, they really try to uh, show a lot of uh, New Orleans in the post uh, Katrina. You know, they, they even talk about it a little bit. There was a little bit about this. And so that was I think that was part of what they were trying to do. Um, you know, the one cop wears the New Orleans uh, jersey a lot. I didn't recognize New Orleans. I, I was looking for it, but maybe it's just, you know, we, we took that trip last year and we, you know, we hit all the kind of the popular uh, garden district and, and, uh, the, uh, the, yeah, I don't think they went through any of those areas. I think it was all, I mean, they showed they a building the docks that was, and stuff and, uh, yeah, they showed a building that may have been damaged by flooding and stuff like that. Um, and they talked about it more. I mean, really it was in the girl's rap kind of thing that she talked about it. Um, you know, this has a, this has a more of a urban, urban soundtrack to it. And, and this, I know this is going to make me sound like a fucking total prude and, and weird, but, uh, the first song that they, they have playing in there, and I think it may be because I had the subtitles because it was kind of hard to understand. And it's kind of the mumble rap stuff. But uh, it's just talk, it's talking about drugs and, and this and yeah. that. And, it, and it's glorifying it. And, and one of the last lines is like, and we shot up a bunch of people. And I was just like, is that really the kind of songs you want in your in your, in your your shows? I, I just To me, it was just like, I'm like, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't care for the glorification of the the criminal life and the in the thug life and the and we can do drugs and we can shoot people and not care kind of thing. And so I think it's me, just tired. It's it's like oh right. That's, that's now you're just playing to stereotypes. I mean, this is ridiculous. Right. I mean, I, well, I, I, uh, yeah. It and they did that. They did that with her in the classroom, right? And it was like okay, it was a good rap until at the end she calls the teacher a bitch. Right. And I'm like, you know, like, yeah, okay. So you, you, you put out a good rap and it, it kind of explains things. And it's like, but it, did it really move your position forward any? Yeah. Like, and, it, and it, it, it did. It, it, it really emphasized stereotypes. Yeah. And that to me was, an, uh, you know, her whole, then, then she breaks out of her dream. It's like, oh, that was just a little fantasy yeah. she had. But they never really, I mean, she does some raps and stuff throughout the, the, the show. And I guess they show her the little cutscene between her in the, in the, uh, during the credits well, where she's, she's writing. Oh. But I, I didn't get a sense of her, her um, you know, that, that wasn't a theme that was carried throughout effectively. So, Well, it is, but it doesn't, have, it doesn't have a doesn't, lot of... It doesn't really resonate. It didn't have well, and it didn't have anything to do with the story other than that was her dream. Yeah. And I mean, she 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 did really well in the 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 vet scene, where she's like, "Give me a word," and those were really clever and and done well. And I thought that was, but then well, that was, and she was really in. good. Her performance was really good. I mean, she. So, <laughs> so here's the other. Okay, go ahead. she's like a 36, 38 year old woman. No, she's not. Yeah, she's not a teen at all. I'm dead serious. Wait, wait, she's she's that old? No. Yeah, I, I'm dead serious. Because uh, I was like, "What?" Because it was in one of the things that they were talking about. Like, um, yeah, she's she's definitely she's an adult, not 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 a kid at all. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay, I was off a big couple years, but yeah, she's twenty nine, playing like wow. a sixteen year old, right? And she pulled it off. I I believe she was a teen. Yeah, that worked. Worked for me. Um, yeah, I just thought that. I mean. I I you see that a lot. I mean, you you look at that like uh, remember nine zero two one zero when it was out, like all of the kid they were all playing like high school kids, but they were all like in their mid twenties, later twenty. Well, yeah, know? and the series goes on for how many years? It's it's I mean, that was like yeah, some of them were thirty when, but by the time they graduated high school, um, which you know, well, Breakfast Club kind of the same thing. I guess uh, what was it? Anthony Michael Hall was the only or no, it was Michael Anthony Hall and no, one you had other Anthony Michael Hall. No, but he was a teen. He was actually only He was the seven. youngest, I believe, yeah. Yeah, he was 16. I think it was uh, Alec. But Judd Hirsch was probably 25 He's like, or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, Molly Ringwald, I think, was she was in her 20s. Okay. Yeah, so it, that, 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 I mean, don't crap on that movie. I, that was... <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm saying it, it's, it's common for, you know, older to play younger in, how old in a is, lot of shows. How old is uh, five? Uh, five. Is that in uh, Umbrella? Academy. Oh, oh, he's actually he's sixteen or seventeen. Okay. And yeah, he's how, under. And he's supposed he's to be un- how old? He's supposed to be. I think he's supposed to be like fifteen, okay. fourteen. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. No, he's killing it. That, I mean, and th- well, that was remember we were talking about that. Like he had to be removed from any of the scenes where they were uh, uh, gunfire. Or gun gunplay because he he was underage, which is well I guess she's not underage so I guess she was allowed to be there, uh, which is interesting. So yeah, the ch- child labor laws I guess you you can't film them around guns. Okay. If if they're if they're actually under eighteen, 
you know, so that's that's a good way to tell if an actor is over 18 in a movie. If they're around a gun, they, they have to be over 18. So just some knowledge. Right. All right. I, I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. sharing sharing the knowledge. <laughs> you know, no one's half the battle. Joe. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've kind of beat this this uh, movie up uh, yep. quite a bit. Um, yeah. On a scale I think... to one to four uh, one to four beers. <laughs> I would give um, this four beers in order to like it. <laughs> I'm not going to go full four beers because there is there is some stuff about it. I, I did just made like. up I... that scale. I just saw it. Yeah. No, I I know what you mean, but I mean you're going full full four beers, right? You don't got to be tanked. Well, okay. Okay. Are we talk Are we talking eight percent beers? Or are we talking like five percent beers? We got. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. say this is this is definitely like a two beer drink, you know, two beer movie. You want to go in this with a little bit of buzz. This is another one where okay, here here's another one. You could be you could watch this movie in your house with some friends and talk during it, and nobody's gonna get mad, right? Where you t- you got some movies, as soon as someone starts talking, you're like, shut up, I'm watching the damn movie, right? right? You know, this is a movie where people could talk and have conversations, and you're not going to feel bad because you're not going to miss anything. There's no dialogue in this that you're like, what What did they just say? I, I got to rewind that. Even though I did I did that a couple times while I was watching because I was like, what? What the fuck? Like, Newt, right? <laughs> but there's nothing in the dialogue that's going to really ruin the story for you. Uh, if you miss it so uh watch except, it if you want except when he talks about the pistol shrimp i think uh because because right after that they cut right to the guy un uncuffing him and it's like oh my god was that all it took <laughs> which is another one it's like um okay shoot him in the head before he fucking takes a pill uh, it, there's just a lot of it that's bad yeah um and, and it had so much potential like this is this is one i would almost like to see someone take the idea Maybe maybe not exactly the same I you know same thing, but the premise of it is like a power pill or something like that, where you get powers. Five minutes, whatever, ten minutes, you know, whatever a day. I would love to see a story like that where people can get just random powers. That would be even fucking cooler. You know, is it is totally random. You don't get the same one every time, too. Well, check out that book, uh, uh, Wild Cards, because that's a Wild series, okay. series of, uh, of authors doing different short stories, and it's all about that's that's a, a virus, but it but it's still it affects people in different ways. Yeah, um, so well, that's cool. You know, it goes back into the comics, like you know, new, the mutants, right? The yeah. X Men and stuff like that. Which I, I just I I got the Marvel um, Unlimited, where you can read any all the comics you want. You know, all the Marvel comics are on there digitally. And so I've been, I've been fucking just, I spent like three hours a day reading comics and, uh, and <laughs> I'm loving it. And so, yeah, it, 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 I read everything about mutants. That's, that's kind of my, that's always been my go-to. So I, I love the power idea. I really do. Um, much more than like the Tony Stark where it's, you know, he built a suit of armor. No, I, I like, you know, you got a power that's from you. It's, it's you and it's unique and no one could go and jump in your suit and take off on it kind of thing. So well, uh, that, that's where I yeah. like the idea where you talk about the movie and, and this book is, is that because there's so many different authors, it's looking at the same idea from different points of view. So, right. Right. And right. That's, that's kind of fun just to see different people's take on, on what this is. Yeah. Like if you, if you ever read um, world war Z, 
That's another. It's like a. It, it comes. Oh yeah, it's a, like a collection of short stories about uh, a zombie invasion, but it has. It's. It's not at all like the movie. It's. It's much more serious and just looking at things from different points of view. That's another one that that bugged me, and it wasn't like a bug me like a bad story. It was a bug me because like zombie movies is like zombies are supposed to be slow. Those motherfuckers were fast, <laughs> and I don't want to deal with a fast zombie because I can't run, right? So. I need a slow zombie. Well, <laughs> you, you know, talk about slow zombies. I remember reading the book and there's this, there's talk about how they could travel under the ocean, you know, just slowly walking because they're oh. not dead or they're undead or, or something. Yeah, so they're they, not breathing. So, so the oceans are not going to stop them. They just take their time. So talk about a slow, uh. slow <laughs> army of army of zombies coming at you when they finally make yeah, it across no, the Pacific uh, and... <laughs> You know, they, they, they always talk about, like, what, how would you survive a zombie? Like, probably not. I'd, fuck, <laughs> I'd freak out. I mean, I, I, would, I would last a while, but I don't think I'd last forever. I, I wouldn't be able – well, for one, I can't run. So, <laughs> you know, unless, unless I, can, I, I can shoot it out and win, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get out of there. So, yeah, no. But talking about getting out of here, I think it's time for us to get out of here on this episode of uh, How We Seize It. Um, power right. project. Stay tuned for next week. Cause yeah, next week's our we're gonna we're gonna tackle a great one. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna tackle MCU, right? We're gonna we're gonna start with uh, the first movie and the first uh, series. So this, this is, is interesting. This is daunting too because you sent out that <laughs> uh, that spreadsheet of it's like it's only no eleven days worth of of of, of series and, you know or, yeah of all the all the hours of shows it's like eleven days worth of watching. Yeah, it's not just the movies. It's all. The so i so i did i went back and looked at that spreadsheet and i was like oh man uh like the first two aren't as bad and then we hit that third one i was like oh shit that's a lot to watch so we 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 may have to adjust it we'll 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 play it out but yeah we're gonna hit the mcu and and we're doing this on a um it's not as released it's as they would have happened in time frame so the first movie yeah. yeah is is great word for that um i was trying to think of something like that but my brain wasn't working so um, we're going to start with uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, right? Which, you know, is, I love that fucking movie. I don't, I don't care. I mean, it's, it's not the best one, but it's great. Spoiler, and then we're gonna man. Do... You're supposed to save that for uh, the podcast. Oh, my God. If people don't understand me and Marvel uh, already, like. No, I, mean, I, I, I I'll, that you I'll, love that movie. Yeah. I know, but that's what I mean is the. It could be a Marvel garbage fire, and I'm going to watch it and love it. That's just me. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I do have some bad stuff to say about things. You know, I'm, I'm going to criticize them, too. But, um, yeah, so we're going to tackle uh, Captain um, America and then the first two seasons of Peggy Carter. So yeah, um, Agent Carter. Right? Agent Carter. I, I don't know why I always call her Peggy Carter, but, yeah, it's Agent Carter, which is interesting. So <laughs> you might get a kick out of this. So because I love podcasts, right? I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've been in and going around and listening to podcasts that would do the same thing that we do. I found I found ones where they're like, Oh, we just drink beer and talk about movies and talk about shows. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, we do that too. I'm gonna listen to you. <laughs> and so I started listening to one and I love the they have I, I'm so jealous of their podcast names because it's called Listen Up at A Holes. It literally is like, listen up, a-holes. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant. And they're doing the same thing we're doing, but they're they're cutting them. They're just, that's all they're doing is MCU. And they're doing them like they're smaller. They're doing full podcast on like four episodes of Agent Carter and then 
four more episodes of Agent Carter, and, and uh, so I started listening to them, t- and I was like, man, this is good shit. I'm going to steal half of this. <laughs> okay. uh, but no, I, I love it. And so, yeah, if, it, you know, I know there's, uh, I know my buddy Bo, he really likes podcasts too. So yeah. And he'll um, be joining us on Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Which I think is funny though. It's like, I'm, I, I started going, am, am I, am I doing something wrong by listening to other podcasts that do the same thing we do? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I don't know. They, I, I just like, I love I love the non-sponsored podcast where they're just people talking and doing, having fun with what they love, which is what we do. And, and then, so I love finding podcasts like that. Uh, and that's, that's what this, the, you know, what's up a hole or, um, is, is like, it's just a guy and a chick talking about these things. And, and you can tell the guy is really into it. Cause he talks about the comics and the difference from the comics to the shows, which we're not going to get into that deep. Cause I have not read that much and I don't have that much time to go that deep into reading all those, but it's really interesting and I really like it. So, all right, well, that's it for us. I think Yep. we've, uh, we've, uh, talked your ear off and told you how we saw it. Um, and if you want to, if you want to find us, you can find us at hwsi.podbean.com. Correct. Or you can email us at the dot hws. Is it H? Yeah. Hwsi.podcast at gmail.com. Nice. I don't know what I, I'm almost at the end of my beer. I'm allowed. And you can find us on almost every platform. So, yeah, we're on Apple. Well, if you're listening to this, you probably found us somehow. So, <laughs> if we're not, <laughs> that's true. If 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 you're out there and you heard this and you need us on a different platform, email me and I'll find a way on that platform. Or I will deliver a handheld copy on a USB drive to you of the podcast. Right. And if you know us, you know, talk to us and, and, and we'll invite you on and, and you right. can tell us what you what you what you like to watch or what you like to drink or what you like to read. And we'll 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 take advantage of that. And uh, yeah, I would I would love to do more. Like I said, we're, we got my buddy Bo coming on uh, next week as a guest. Last week we had your wife and, and our friend Renee. Um, we've had the Kincaids on my wife. My daughter's been on. Um, I loved. I would love to have more people. Um, we had Alicia on, and and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, Chris, if we could ever get, Chris, when we did, if we that, could we, ever get back to movies. Yeah, and nobody took us up. Nobody took me up on the offer for watching Bill and Ted. I put that out on Facebook, and nobody said anything. Well, I've been. I found. Uh, I, so I never saw Bogus Journey. So I started. Oh. Re-watch, I saw. I was rewatching uh, Excellent Adventure because that's on Hulu, I think, for for free. Uh, but they yeah. just released uh, Bogus Journey on YouTube with ads for oh, nice. free, and so I started watching it. But I, I it's really, kind of rough. I didn't really care for it. So oh no, um, it's kind of rough. Uh, well, but um, but I thought you know we would we would do the theater experience I think at it'd my be house. Great, I I like the idea. So, but I was yeah. trying to do my homework first because because uh, <laughs> I oh I, I, I was I actually seen, I hadn't seen Bogus Journey yet. So. I wanted to make it like a, a four or five hour thing where we we watched at least uh, the first one, did the podcast, and then watched the second or the third release, and then you know, but no no one said so. You know, we might we might still do it, but we'll just do it with us and maybe you know. We'll snatch someone off the street. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. for it. I bet Cindy'd do it. Um, and uh, I, we have our last appointment with Ivan tomorrow to get a shot, so we'll be able to bring oh, him over dates. after. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, yeah. I was just I was hoping that we we would have someone that maybe listen to us or know us would would jump on it because I put it out on the Facebook group, which has about seventy people, and all of nobody. them saw it apparently, and nobody said anything. Yeah. So they're waiting for John That's Wick four. Oh, there we go. God, hopefully we'll be back in theaters by then. 
Fuck yeah. COVID. I yeah. hate COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hate it. All right. Uh, so that's it for us tonight. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.